Welcome to Dissecting the Scene, an Elder Emo podcast. I'm Timmy Terror, aka Wonderbread, and today we have a special guest. Hello, I'm Mark Molina, aka Marcos Massacre, former guitarist for Eve of War. I'm uh, glad to be here. Tim and I have been uh, talking about music for coming up on a couple decades now, but I've never actually been paid to do it, so... Uh, super happy for the opportunity. <laughs> Paid. Wait a second. We didn't talk about any payment, man. You're not going to pay me? What the fuck am I doing here then? Uh, yeah, so uh, let's just get right into it because we got a lot of ground to cover this week, man. First off, I wanted to say that we're trying something new this week. We didn't want to be disingenuous to ourselves by talking about a bunch of bands that we don't want to talk about. Like, obviously, there's so much stuff that drops every week. So we really want to focus in and hone in on our favorites this week. So definitely, uh, it's going to be a little bit shorter, but we're going to go more in depth on a lot of things that we really want to talk about. And we also have a special treat for the end of the episode. So make sure you stick around. Absolutely. Hell yeah. So first, we got Anthony. Anthony Green with the song Trading Doses. his new album called boom done and it's out july 22nd yeah i was super excited when i listened to this i mean i was surprised at how good it was honestly like it was incredible he's got some incredible vocals i mean honestly what can you say about anthony green's voice that hasn't been said i mean a million times yeah the dude is just incredible he just sounds flawless every single time when i was listening to this song specifically trading doses um it reminded me of of boney Vare. one of my favorite albums of all time is, is for emma for Forever ago and the intro to this song reminds me of that in uh in for emma it's a slide guitar uh that he's using but the horns kind of remind me of that in this song uh and just so complimentary to his voice it just all sounds so good the refrain too in this song it has this really cool refrain at the throughout the song uh, where he hits these exceptionally high notes and then uh, the bridge when he sings i'll be gone when you figure it out just gave me fucking chills it's so good I'm right there with you. Anthony Green's my boo. I talk about every time he, we have a new song from him, and I am obsessed with this song. Like I mentioned on the other episodes, when I find a song that I really like, I obsess over it and I play it till people hate it. And this was that song this week. It's my favorite song of the week. I just can't get enough of that raspy and nasally singing. I know that it's not for everyone. I hear it all the time. Like I watch reaction videos on YouTube, and people aren't really a fan of it. I'm just confused why. To me, it sounds so good. It sounds so passionate so emotional those are my favorite vocalists that the ones same they distinguish themselves like that he has that raspiness but then he hits those highs like he just has just this great vocal range that uh, i mean it's just this huge arsenal of stuff that he can pull out at any time and this song was really good at kind of showcasing all of that stuff it just all worked together so well i was really stoked on it well it's funny because like we talking about anthony's green's vocals but like the one thing that really stood out to me on this song was honestly the drumming like i'm not a drummer i know nothing about drums but i loved how raw and like hollow the like snare sounded it just felt really it felt different it felt like almost um not i want to i don't want to say live but like obviously not triggered i mean it just sounds so good
Yeah, I know what you mean. It, it sounded, and it wasn't too, uh, how do I want to say this? I, it wasn't too complicated. It was, they're like simple drums, but the sound of the drums was right. just, it, it worked all together with the horns and the guitar. Everything was just fantastic. Yeah, and I mentioned this last time. This is the first time Anthony Green's solo project, he's done like a full band. So yeah, like the strings and the brass, like everything stands out. It's just so good. My favorite part is the chorus is really good, but like at the end, he says... Faded slowly, I can't fight it no more. It's for real. Traded doses, I still love you so much. It's insane. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's so good. And to me, like, that's one thing I really love about music is that I'm sure he has a meaning behind it, but like, music and art in general is so subjective that, like, you can really put your own creative spin on what he's trying to say. So, yeah, stuff like this really speaks to me. I, I fucking love Anthony Green. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out because I was looking it up and uh, he's got a quote. It's kind of a long one, but I wanted to read it because I, th I thought it was pretty cool. It's, he said, he's talking about the album uh he says i did not want to live the remainder of my life as an addict navigating around my insecurities in an unhealthy way has been a big part of my life and writing the record was a way to cope it's not about my relationship with drugs or people it's about my relationship with myself by the mercy of my friends and teachers i've made it out of the darkest time and this group of song captures the essence of that journey. Someone once told me to share what makes you feel most embarrassed or ashamed, and the shame will die in the light of exposure. These songs are a part of that exposure. Damn. So I read that and I thought that's super freaking cool, man. I was like, just the meaning behind these songs. It, not only that everything works so well together sonically, like the lyrics just tie it all together. Everything's, I, I cannot say enough good things about this. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, same. I, uh, I'm i so excited too. I love this. I love everything he's put out so far on, that's coming up on this album. I think this is the fourth single now. So we've got a good amount of the songs already out. So I'm excited, man. This is definitely for fans of Seosin and Circus Survive. Absolutely. Uh, next song's Tony Molina. This song's called I Don't Like That He. And he's got a new album out, uh, In The Fade, that's coming out on August 12th, with, uh, which I'm, I'm super excited about. I'd never heard of this guy before in my life. And this was on, on the list. It's got this infectious poppy melody that just instantly put me in a good mood. I was super, super stoked on it. Uh, I really like dare you to listen to this song and not be in a good mood. <laughs> right. That's how poppy the melody is. I was so happy about it. Um, the acoustic guitar sounds so good too on it, the way that they recorded it. And it really has like this really cool Beatles vibe that I really liked. I'm not a big Beatles fan, but that's kind of what it reminded me of. It's funny that you said that because I didn't even read your notes, but I actually said, yeah, it feels like 60s meets like almost 90s acoustic. Like it's kind of weird. Yeah, I liked it. The other song that the other single that I listened to the last time was good also but it was different it was like heavier it had he was using like a fuzz pedal and it had dinosaur junior vibes like which i'm a big fan of so i really like that also so this song i don't like that he but also the other one uh the last time definitely listen to them both they sound completely different but his voice uh works and everything uh, the lyrics are so good i was really stoked i went back and i because i'd never heard of him before but i went back and he recorded a lot of stuff under like the band name 
ovens. So I'm going to listen to all of that stuff. And then he, uh, this dude, I guess, grew up like in a bunch of hardcore bands and stuff. So he's been around for like a long time. But this is his side project and the first time uh, in a long time that he's recorded under his own name. So um, I'm definitely going to go back and check out some stuff because I was I was in love with it. Yeah, I when when I first saw this on the list, I didn't know what it was like. I think I started playing the song. I was like, OK, I'm just going to come back to this. And so I didn't really listen to it up until like today, to be honest. And now you're 100 percent right. Like it definitely like not this song as much, but the other song more definitely has Dinosaur Jr. vibes. I was never really into them, but my cousin Jonas really got me to listen to them and they're cool. It's not my favorite, but I really did like this song. I mean, it's super simple super catchy it's kind of like a perfect summer vibing song it's just made like you said just makes you feel good absolutely man so obviously for fans of dinosaur jr uh and then definitely check out ovens as well yeah i'm gonna check them out because i've never heard of them before mm -hmm, for sure next we have emory they just released a brand new album it's called rub some dirt on it It just dropped on Friday, June 24th. Check it out. It's so amazing. I absolutely am in love with this album. From the opening track, I was just thrown for, I mean, it was crazy. It was, I did not expect that. It far exceeded my expectations. The The intro to the album, it, honestly, it took me a few listens to realize this, but uh, it's a spoken word intro, but it's layered with another spoken word intro on the background. Did you notice that? No, I don't think I did. <laughs> Someone drops your fist into the wall. It's not the hurt inside you that slams you into a panic. It causes you to run in fear. It's knowing what it was like to live without the pain. Now knowing the better days are behind. But there was nothing you could have done to save yourself. So get over it. So I looked up the lyrics on this and I only heard when I was listening to it the first time, the the ones that are on the forefront, these lyrics, right? And then the guy in the background is doing also spoken word behind it and I thought it was so cool because they're completely different lyrics but they go together so that was cool. I want to be honest like Emery is one of the best at that they both do cleans and kind of screams but then they have just like a screamer too so they've got such good diversity in, in the songs. It just so works so well together and then he screams let's go and just goes into this like southern metal guitar that's heavy. <laughs> yeah. I was a big fan of Every Time I Die. It reminded me of that guitar that, you know, Awesome Andy plays and uh, just really stoked on that. His voice on the clean parts too just mixed real well with everything. I was just thinking back, like listening to it and it's crazy how much stuff they managed to pack into that one song. Like there's so much stuff that they put into there, but they don't make it feel like it was too much. It's really easy to put too much stuff into a song and make it feel convoluted. Right. This has highs lows cleans spoken word clean guitar heavy guitar and it all works well together so i was pretty excited about it honestly the, and that's just that's just the first track the whole album honestly is <laughs> yeah. like, i cannot say enough good things about that first track but honestly the whole album's really well put together it's just because that first track just captures you it's just so different and like obviously emory is really diverse in a lot of the songs they put out this you said it like it goes in so many different areas but it all flows so well yeah i was stoked on it. I mean, honestly, Don't Waste Your Breath, I think, is my favorite so far. The cold 
I'm gonna have to give the album, uh, I mean, a few more listens because there's so many good songs on it. Uh, but Don't Waste Your Breath, I think is my favorite just because it's just super catchy and the singing in that song's really good because their vocal range is just crazy good, so. Did you listen to the last song, Lovely Lady? I, I love that song too, yeah, absolutely. That song was so weird. <laughs> It, but that's that's what I'm trying to say though. Like every everything is different, and it all works so well together. So it did. So great album. Good job to those guys for sure. They put it down. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like I love Emery. I knew it was gonna be good, but I wasn't expecting it to be this damn good. Like we talked about. Like you said. I mean, the first track just completely throws you off, but in such a good way like it set up the album so perfectly and it's funny like i know this isn't 100 accurate but it, the transition from like his cleans into like that southern twangy type of like metalcore riff and like the screams it it honestly reminded me of dance gavin dance i think that's on pop off we talked about a couple weeks ago It's so funny. Like it's, it sounds so similar, obviously like completely different. Like I still thought it was, I thought it was super dope. I thought it was different. I still think my favorite track is I don't know you at all. It's the one we covered like, I know four or five weeks ago. The, it's just the hook is so captivating to me. I don't know you at all. It's just so good. Dude. I love it. Yeah. It's the hook for sure. But, and then he has the lyrics, we've all got demons hiding deep inside our minds, but there's no time to reconcile the truth and the lies. We've all got demons hiding deep down inside our minds, but there's no time to reconcile the truth and the lies. It's just so fucking good. Yeah, I, I mean, again, dude, everything works well together. The lyrics work well. Everything from the guitars to the drums to the bass, just they put it down. Absolutely. And it's so, it's such an interesting album. Like it's not like there's a lot of albums where you can go from start to finish and it's like it sounds like the same song over and over again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this seems like they switched it up enough on every song where it was still interesting. But the whole album as a whole was cohesive. You know, it didn't seem like it was out of place so really stoked on it right no i definitely agree i think it's super fucking dope everyone's got to check it out and they're definitely for fans of seosin alexis on fire and dead poetic Yes, absolutely. The next thing we're going to talk about is Spirit Box, the Rotoscope EP.
So this came out on June 24th, I believe. Uh, and this is a three track EP that I, I was super excited about. Rotoscope was the first one off that EP. And when it came on, I was shocked because it sounds like this 90s alt rock in the best way. <laughs> right. Her voice is so good. And then they put like this echoey filter on it. So it sounded great. And then she starts screaming. And honestly, some of the best vocals, as far as the scene goes, crazy good vocals. There's just a, a crazy dimension to an already great song that that adds to, you know what I'm saying? I was just nerding out the whole time because not only her voice, but like the guitars have this like just distortion on them that this crazy tone that works really, really well. It's like it's like this like new metal type of tone. It Yeah, exactly. It's like this new metal, like corn type of sound. And then so it's like they switch up the guitars all the time because it has that tone. And then it also has like it gets super heavy at some point. So just the the diversity of the guitars is I was nerding out on. It was awesome. And then the second track on that because Rotoscope was absolutely fantastic. The second track, Sew Me Up, sounds like, honestly, it could have been on an episode of Charmed, like in 1999. I mean that in the best way. It was, it, you can feel the 90s coming off of this thing. And then as far as the, the third song on that, Hysteria, honestly, my favorite of the three songs, and that breakdown at the end of Hysteria is honestly one of the heaviest things I have ever heard. And I listen to a lot of heavy bands, but it has no business going that hard. It's just like, and it, it and it's such an interesting way too, because it's not just like a chug. It's just heavy, just heavy, heavy guitar, bass. Her vocals are fantastic. So I was really stoked on this. I know you told me to to listen to Spirit Box a little while ago, and I, I didn't listen to you, but I'm going to go back for sure and just listen to it all because I was so happy about it. Yeah, one thing I want to say about Spirit Box, and a lot of people saw this. So there's this little five-year-old girl from the UK. I don't know if you saw this. No. Or sorry, 10-year-old girl from the UK. Mm -hmm. And she was on America's Got Talent like a week ago, and she sang Holy Roller from Spirit Box, which is one of their heaviest songs. And it got so viral that uh, like later that day or like the next day, uh, Spirit box brought her on stage to do the song little 10 year old girl oh that that is awesome yeah the video is funny you guys should watch it it's on youtube like just search harper spirit box mirror scott talent something like that and it's funny watching like the crowd is like so lost <laughs> to terry cruz throw up the devil horns like it's so funny i'm gonna look that up right after this that sounds awesome yeah it's super cool so yeah i love i love spirit box but like you said the first song straight 90s like it sounds like the band garbage it's not garbage it's fucking amazing but it sounds like the band garbage <laughs> yeah 
you text me that because I was trying to figure out what it sounded like. And I was like, it sounds so like something I've listened to before. And then you said it sounds like garbage. I'm like, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, it, that first song, Rotoscope, sounds just like garbage. The second song, uh, what it was so so me up, sounds just like corn. Yeah. Like obviously different vocals a little bit, but like the instrumentals, it's like spot on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I kind of agree with you. It's hard to say because like that third track, Hysteria. Yeah, you're right. I mean, arguably one of the breakdowns of the year. And that's saying a lot. We had Enterprise Earth last week. I mean, the Dark Bloom breakdown, like there's been some crazy breakdowns this year, but this is up there. Like her fucking vocals are so insane. The instrumentals are so good. You can't ask for more from like a, a fucking metalcore band. And it's funny, like people always talk about her being like, you know, the top of the female vocalist like we don't even talk about female she's just one of the top vocalists in metalcore female male it doesn't matter she's fucking amazing yeah period i 100 agree it's just fantastic i was gonna say and it's funny too because like i obviously love heavy music but my favorite songs from spirit box are the ones that she sings a lot more and have catchier melodies and like just feel more groovy like those are my favorite songs there's something about this band i don't know i just love it obviously there's a reason why their debut album went number one on billboard's top 200 last year like this band is blowing up they're fucking sick and this three track ep like it couldn't have hit any harder it went number one i didn't even know that that's crazy yep number one that is absolutely awesome they deserve it for sure they're putting it down hell yeah this is uh this is for fans of silent planet era and thornhill next up we have lorna shore with their brand new song into the earth Absolutely. I was stoked on this. This is just absolute ridiculously heavy music. For the better part of 2006, Winds of Plague was my favorite band back in the day. Absolutely love that band. And I, I listened to the song Legions 06 religiously. And, I mean, we used to drive around in your car just listening to Winds of Plague, Legions 06 on repeat. And honestly, that gave me the same feeling when I listened to this song. It was just so big with like all the synth and the heavy guitar. It's an epic track. It starts with um, this orchestral like intro synth. And then it goes right into these blast beats that's just super heavy. But it keeps that or orchestral synth in the background, which just gives it this big sound. And then it just gets heavy as fuck. And then obviously those vocals, I mean, the just guttural lows are so, so very good. Throughout the entire song, the kick drum is just relentless. Just yeah it's just it's clearly triggered <laughs> yeah absolutely but it's just pounding you in the face and then the guitar solo at the end is just gnarly and it just adds another layer on top of this already huge song like they're just building it building it up 
honestly, it, it was just an adventure. That's what I felt like listening to it. it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just this huge journey. So I was pretty stoked on it. I'm going to go back. I'm going to listen to a lot of good stuff from them because this is, this is huge. I'm excited for what's coming out too. So yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like, I mean, Will Ramos is clearly the face of Deathcore. Like, obviously, like there's so many good vocalists out there, but like no one's doing it like Lorna Shore. No one's doing it like Will Ramos. Did you see the video of uh, they put like a microphone down his throat? throat so they can view his vocal cords when he's doing these crazy songs <laughs> like it's insane i don't know how he produces those sounds it just sounds just insane it's it's awesome it's funny because it's like <laughs> it, it it sounds nasty but like I love it. It's I showed Chelsea one of their songs like if like a month ago or something and she's like there's no way that you actually enjoy this stuff and it's like <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's nuts that he's capable of producing those kinds of vocals. Exactly. That's how I feel like if I was doing this like oh my god, dude, it's so sick. I would love to sound that way like he's dope. I love Will Ramos. The song is dope. One thing that I feel though about this band is they're a little chaotic for me like i always say i like stuff that's more groovy so i obviously i love their breakdowns but the rest of the song it's just a little chaotic for me a lot going on they're amazing instrumentals amazing musicians but it's not my favorite i do love this song the breakdown at the end can definitely compete with spirit box's hysteria breakdown like it's definitely up there and will ramos is killing it so i love it absolutely yeah i agree so this is for fans of enterprise earth angel maker and slaughter to prevail next up we have the wonder years with their song wyatt's song your name they actually have a new album coming out in september and i couldn't be more fucking excited this song is so good, dude. And for me, like, and obviously you too, like we both just had kids within the last, you know, couple months. So it just speaks, you know, so much about what we're going through and what we're experiencing. Like Soupy said, it's about the polarizing forces of love and anxiety that come with being a new parent, simultaneously being so overjoyed that they're here about the miraculous nature of their existence, but afraid of all the ways you can fail them. And it just hits home. Like, especially like us elder emos, we've always been super self-deprecating and like, we always think the worst and we don't want that to happen but it's bound to happen it's just like super cute song i love it this is the first album that the wonder years is going to release since soupy became a dad so i love this i can't wait for more i agree it's such a sweet song he wrote it for his son and it makes me jealous because i wish i could do the same thing for my son because <laughs> i'm nowhere we can we can still do it man bring you war back absolutely not there's <laughs> i'm nowhere near as talented as this guy but uh throughout the entire song i mean i was almost getting choked up about it too because my kid's only two months old so i did shed a tear <laughs> that makes sense man you got two boys you got four in total so it's it's like a, a really powerful song the lyrics in the song are so good he's just it's a testament to how good of a songwriter he is he says i stared at your knees i wondered which one is going to be the bad one in your 30s i just thought that was so funny
Dude, I said that to Mac when we were listening to it in the car. I said that to him. He didn't know what I was talking about. Oh, he will. He will one day. (laughs) And then the other one that I liked is uh, I found a glass in the garden, dug it up with my thumb. I won't let you cut your feet when you learn to run. I found glass in the garden. Dug it up with my thumb. I won't let you cut your feet when you learn. Oh, it's my favorite. It's so good. It's so good. I heard that and I was, again, just makes me jealous of how you could put those feelings into words just because obviously I can't. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> That's I want to say those things, but I, I just don't have that ability. But when he says stuff like that, it, it it's it hits so hard. And then I, I mean, just the, the song itself, the chorus is super poppy and catchy. The melodies from the guitars are are what we really come to expect from the Wonder Years. It's just exceptional. So overall, just a great song with great lyrics that you know is about a topic that's super sweet. And I, I was I was happy. Your name, your name, your name, your name. <laughs> I honestly it it gets it gets stuck it's catchy that's what it's for it is yeah it's for fans of real friends transit and trophy eyes absolutely next up we have canine snake pit I was excited about this band, mainly because if I were in a band today, this is what I would want my band to sound like. Dude, me too. This is perfect. Yeah, I don't now because I'm an adult and I have responsibilities. But if <laughs> right. but if I were in a band, this is exactly what I would want it to sound like. It's so fucking heavy. And the vocalist has this just interesting way of delivering the, the vocals too. So it's not always about how heavy or how strong the vocalist sometimes it's about those vocal patterns and like the delivery exactly when he's like rap screaming like i don't usually like that but like he does it so fucking well yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about so it's not only like heavy his vocals are solid but it's just interesting the way he delivers them so i was i was really happy about that and Overall, I, I used to be in love with, I mean, you know, a different breed of killer back in the day. That was, I'm right there with you, man. That was our band. That was our shit. And it gave me those same vibes. Like, bro, the accidentist. The accidentist will always be one of my favorite songs of all time. It's oh, just yeah. so fucking heavy. And that's what this reminded me of. So it's just, I mean, from beginning to end, it's a tough and heavy track just across the board. And and the lead up to the breakdown in this song, at the end of the song, just pumps me up because you know this from from back in the day when we were writing songs in the band, but I always argue that the lead up to the breakdown is sometimes more important than the breakdown itself. Oh, 100%, dude. The 
the build up, the anticipation. And so this song pumped me up because it was like that build up was really good. It, it was just heavy. It was tough. It's exactly uh, what I wanted to listen to. It just made me super pumped. This is honestly the song I would listen to if I washed my car and I spent the whole afternoon and then it started to rain that night and I would just be pissed. I blast this thing <laughs> in my car. <laughs> That's what I would do. It's so accurate. Yeah, dude, it's, it was sick. Yeah, this song makes me just, I'm ready to throw fists right now. I have it playing in the background and he's like just scream rapping right now and I just want to punch someone. Obviously not literally, but this song just, it's so vibey as a beat down hardcore song and it's exactly what we want fucking chuggy as hell slow and just fucking in your face vocals dude i like i say it every week diversity range like this guy has it all like everything i want it's a brand new band they only have two songs so we need to hype these guys up because they're just so good and you got to watch the video too like i say it a lot like i watch a lot of videos i know not everyone's into music videos anymore but like there's so much fun because watching this video they're just having a fucking blast at shows hanging on their tour bus just having a good time it makes me miss playing shows with you and like all our friends and you know just having a good time man that's what this band is about and i fucking love it absolutely and then it, it has that the album cover or the the artwork on there it has the crazy writing but then it has this gnarly looking wolf on it and it just reminds me of the good old days when we just wear shirts with just ridiculous <laughs> just like yeah. so I, I feel like i feel like they're bringing it back that's what i'm, I'm trying to say like they this is the band that i would want to make this is the the stuff that i would want to listen to a hundred percent i'm with you this shit's so sick i saw their merch too and i'm like i'm gonna buy a shirt or two because they're sick i haven't looked at it now that you're saying that i'm gonna look at it because yeah that's dope yeah absolutely <laughs> this is for fans of wretched tongues and downfall of mankind next up we got youth fountain with their light switch cover <laughs> I honestly, I was stoked about this song because it's so catchy and it's so fun. It's like a guilty pleasure. Honestly, I would bump this in my car and then I would have to like turn it down at red lights because I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> I already like this song because it's just super catchy, but it's the tempo that gets me. It's all sped up. See, this covers even better than the original. So far, so much so that I, I want to go back and I, I hadn't heard of Youth Fountain before this, but I want to go back and see uh, what kind of songs they have to offer because it was it was awesome yeah if you're gonna listen to them there's a few songs that i would suggest i'm not the huge i'm not like the biggest youth out fan but i do really like them they have a song called deadlock that's really good and they have a song called rose colored glasses that rose colored glasses is one of those songs that i played a hundred times like i fucking love that song i know exactly what you mean like when i find something that i really love i'll just play it over and over and over again when you showed me uh i think it was Leica from boston manor yeah i listened to that song a billion times <laughs> and then the same thing with sorority noise what's that song that i like the one about suicide i can't think of what it's called y yeah i can't think of what it's called um but i listen to no halo no halo i listen to that song yeah like when, when we say we listen to it a hundred times it sounds like an exaggeration but it's really not bro it's not <laughs> at all i'm gonna like a perfect example is literally today i went and dropped mac off at his mom's and uh I, the whole drive there which is a 45 minute drive there and then most of the drive back i literally had that anthony green song playing like, I probably listen to it just on that ride <laughs> easily 20 times, dude. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Honestly, and it's like, I don't know how we don't get sick of it. It's like, I 
I find new stuff that I like about it too. It's like, oh, I didn't notice that before. And then I just, <laughs> yeah. or I find like a new thing that I like. And, and then I'm like, oh, well now I get to listen to it another 20 times because of this thing that I just realized that I like. <laughs> right. Yeah. But anyway, Youth Fountain, still really good. This wasn't one of my favorite songs of the week, but I liked it. Definitely check it out. Check out their other songs. Like I said, Rose Colored Glasses is super dope. So check them out. Yeah, it was it's definitely a guilty pleasure. One of my favorite artists of all time is Taylor Swift. And I will, I will fight for her. You've been dying for Taylor for fucking ever, dude. I will, till the day I die, I will support Taylor Swift. I love her. And uh, that's just another guilty pleasure. This uh, Youth Fountain light switch cover. So uh, for fans, a safe bet, Gold Route and Chief State. Oh, yeah. All good bands. This is going to be our last actual song of the week. It's a band called Lion I Am with a song called Roots. I've never heard of this band. I thought it was a really good song. I just really, I say this a lot. Like a lot of these bands, I can't get behind the singing. If I was still 15, I would die for this band. Like this band is good, but it's not what I want now that I'm like, you know, almost 33. So it's good. I liked the singing and I don't usually, but I think it worked really well together. So, I, I mean, I felt like we had to talk about this song just because I feel like when their album drops, it's going to be really good. Like I'm, I'm calling it right now. Oh, I could. Yeah, I can see it being really good. And like you were saying, if this song came out when we were in high school, we'd be stoked about it. And that's kind of why Oh hell yeah. I got the that nostalgia listening to it and that's why I felt like we had to talk about it. And I honestly I had never heard of this band before. I tried to look them up, see what it was all about. And it's funny cuz even on the the Spotify like the discography, it says that the last album was in 2011 and then they popped up again in 2020. So I'm like, did this band like decide to be a band again during shutdown they just had some extra time or what yeah i'm just i'm looking at that now too yeah that's funny i thought it was so weird but i mean maybe there is hope for evil war then i guess right let's do it bring it back let's bring it back <laughs> nobody nobody wants to listen to that man <laughs> Yeah, so this is for fans of One Year Later and Silent Screams. And here we go. This is where we're going to give you a little bonus. We talked about on the first episode that we want to kind of, you know, deep dive into some other albums that we loved that are super nostalgic to us. And I'm sure a lot of you, that's why, you know, we're all elder emo. So this week, our bonus is going to be, we're each going to pick one metalcore album that we still feel holds up to this day. So Marcos, you're going to start us off. I think it's important, especially with so much stuff that comes out. There's always new bands. There's always good stuff coming out. And it's always good to look back at the stuff that still holds up after all these years. The albums that you can go back to and you can play from start to finish and it and brings you back to that time. Yeah. And for me, that's one of them. I, I mean, that from start to finish that I can listen to is Sea of Treachery at Daggers Drawn. This is my life!
it brings us back to simpler times like when we're just riding around in your car <laughs> like the the whole album from start to finish is good it's got just bangers the intro to the album is epic it's got that mortal combat like deep sounding intro life on the day of judgment we shall now bow our heads in prayer for the dead and then the drums are kicking in and fading in. And then the O starts the track and it's just boom from the very beginning. And it's almost like you have to listen to that intro too, which is funny because it makes the the breakdown at the beginning of the song hit so much harder. Well, it's funny because I'm always one that I hate long intros like that, but this one does fit pretty well. That's why I'm saying like usually a, a lot of albums will start off like really slow and then like build up and it's kind of annoying sometimes. It's like just get into it. Uh, but this one is just such a good intro to it that a lot of times I'll listen to the first eulogy so that I can listen to um, to the next track like i'd have to listen to the first eulogy um but honestly the i think there's like 10 or 12 songs on this and they're all good i can listen to it from start to finish uh, unleash the serpents is probably my favorite it's so good because of the chant that goes This is our destiny. You can't turn these ships around. It's so good. That was the best, man. I we would just bump this all the time. I actually only saw them once live. Uh, me and my friend Ben, we went to this show in in Tempe, and the drummer. It's funny, he had two kick drums. When's the last time you saw any drummer have two kick drums? Probably in the eighties. There's absolutely no reason to have two kick drums, but this dude had them, and he had to like stop because he couldn't hear. So it wasn't really a good show but I don't hold that against them. They didn't go on till like midnight also. So me and Ben were like there until like 2 a.m. I've never been at a show that long. <laughs> yeah, I was so pissed because I'm like, I got to wake up at like 7 a.m. to go at my job at a pizza place and make minimum wage. <laughs> right. <laughs> this was like 2009, just to put it into perspective. Right. So long ago. Yeah, absolutely. So the reason I, I chose Sea of Treachery too is because after we left the golf course the other day, I was like, what do I want to listen to? And this album just popped up into my head. And I listened from that to the album from start to finish on the way home. And I just remembered that they're all bangers. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I remember when this first came, I believe my... Mike showed this to me and I, I instantly fell in love also. And yeah, when this came out, this is exactly what I wanted our band Eva for to be. I wanted to be them so bad. I even started writing songs about the ocean. Like, I don't know anything about the ocean. And you guys are making fun of me so bad. Yeah. You're like, dude, come on. Like, it's so obvious what you're doing here. Yeah, you wouldn't own up to it. It wouldn't didn't make any sense. It's like, it's a cool band, man. You just say that that's like, that's what you want to sound like. You're like, no, dude. <laughs> I just like the beach for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just like ships, man. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, dude. It's my destiny. Whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, so those good times, man. My favorite song on this album though is Wings of Pegasus. Such a great song, dude. I don't know why. It's just so fucking good. Like the breakdown when he says 
carry me away on wings that cannot fly to the land of second chances where hope conquers fear oh man it's just so damn good dude so dramatic in a good way it is yeah and exactly that's what we love we love the dramatic like you know passionate emotional stuff and that's just what this band was another good song is uh i really liked purging the wicked and i think that's like a lot of people's favorite songs from this or song from this album and this band in general just so fucking good make them suffer for their crimes the time has come to pay the price Plus the sick ass guitar solo at the end, and I'm not a fan of like crazy guitar solos, but what the, the way this band does it just it just fits so well. Yeah, it doesn't sound like an overzealous guitar solo where he's just blasting it like, look how good at guitar I am. It's like, it fits with the song. And um, in this song, in Purging of the Wicked especially too, the, what a lot of people don't talk about, or at least I don't hear, is the, the right before the make them suffer for their crimes, the time has come to pay the price. It's like it, they do one guitar, another guitar, the bass, and then the drum. So it's like a fill of like <laughs> yeah. guitar, but they're separate. It's like guitar, guitar, bass, drums, and then it and then it hits. It's so. Good. Oh, we're gonna have it playing in the back, and you guys are gonna hear it. It's fucking dope. Yeah, absolutely. So that is honestly just one of my favorite albums of all time. There's so many good ones, but it just it dawned on me when we left the golf course the other day just how good that album was. So that's why I had to talk about it. Yeah, and no, I definitely agree. That's up there for me. But I kind of I, I took the easy way when you sent the text message to me, because whenever you say metalcore, the first album I will ever for the rest of my life think about is The Devil Wears Prada, Dear Lello, Beautiful Discord. I mean, that is such a fucking iconic album. That's such an obvious choice. Like, it I is. <laughs> I get, I get it. It's honestly one of the best albums. I feel like, it's especially of that genre, and that I think that was the first. Was that their first album? That's their first album. Yep. That was our introduction to the Devil Wears Prada, and that's just they came out swinging. I remember when this came out, we were blown away at how different it was because yeah, I mean there was we were listening to just random stuff. Remember that uh, that Asian kid, that like Asian scene kid on the East Coast that just. Would put electronic digital music and then just scream at it fizzy dino fizzy dino pop of course <laughs> i pulled that up just a couple of days ago dude i still listen to that it was it's so ridiculous you don't really listen to it no i don't i did pull it up the other day but it's funny because i'm reading your notes dude <laughs> Jizz in my pants, me and Ian's fucking fake ass. Yeah, I tried to copy Fizzy Dino Pop. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like that electronic thing wasn't that big back then. And there right. was definitely 
not as many bands that were doing it that were good. Like, there's a lot of bands that had synth, but, like, Devil Wears Prada was the first band that I can remember that used, like, the synth and those little digital sounds well. You know, they did a good job. Oh, no, 100%, dude. They mixed it with just heavy as fuck guitars, and then, I mean, Mike's high vocals are just the cherry on top of that Sunday. It's just vocals are fantastic. Those little synth sounds on, on everything, just absolutely perfect. My favorite song on this album is uh, Swords, Dragons, and Diet Coke. which is not the popular choice, but honestly, it's my favorite off the album because in the beginning of the song, it's just, just, I got this big smile on my face, by the way, when I'm talking about this. So in the beginning, it slows down and it has this like super unique breakdown where it's it's almost in the background, the break. Because normally in a lot of songs, like the breakdown is the focal point, right? And this one was almost in the background and he sings... <laughs> I'm not going to sing it, but he's like, you thought you had me fooled, the gray, and he sings that part, and then those gnarly highs come in, and it's like, it is what has risen from the pits. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's like the the poppiest, like clean sounding vocals, and then just heavy high screams, uh, and it just works together so well. So that's why that song will always be my favorite off of already outstanding album. Yeah, I. It's funny because you're right. I love this fucking album so much, and I've never been like obviously like I say it every time we played metalcore song with singing. I'm not the biggest fan, but um, I fucking love. I love everything about this. Like Mike, his screams are fucking dope. Jeremy singing is fucking amazing. They blend so well they're able to layer it so perfectly this is you know one of my i want to say it's easily in the top 10 most likely in top five albums of all time for me um that's how nostalgic it is every single song in it just perfect modified the pronunciation was the first song i heard And at that time, it was we were like kind of religious, going like Young Life and stuff like that. But I was kind of on that path where like I was trying to really find myself. Um, and so it was weird. Like this, even though this band was religious, I don't know if they still are. Um, they were at the time, and uh, it really spoke to me. Like a lot of things that they talked about, their faith and whatnot, and it made me just you know realize a lot of things that I was following. But um, anyway, yeah, this. I forgot about Young Life, too. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, and I remember when we saw them at Metal D, too, and they had, like, Metal D had a big, like, pentagram on the back, and they were like, yeah, even though it's a pentagram, we're still going to pray, so <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think I went. Oh, you weren't there with us? No, I don't think I went to that show. Oh, uh, yeah, it was fun. So my favorite song, though, is Texas is South. 
such a great track, man. That's the best. Yeah, it's like the the guitars and like that ambient sound. Like it just flows so well, and his vocal is going in and out of like, oh man, they just the mastering on this album is perfect. Like the production is perfect. His fucking vocals. This is the this is the mic that I want. Like obviously, I I'm a huge fan of the Devil Wears Prada now, especially right. like I'll be honest. Like the first album, this is like I said, obviously one of my favorites. But this next two albums were really mediocre to me. So it's cool now that like I'm really diving back into this band. I love a lot of their songs that I used to not like. So like we say a lot, like we're growing with these bands, just like they're growing and you know putting out new types of music that isn't necessarily what we wanted, but it's still really fucking good. Yeah. So yeah, I love I love this band. I'll always love this band. It's just perfect. Yeah, I get what you're saying too because I went back at listened to Dear Love of Beautiful Discord pretty regularly. It, it hasn't left my mind in all these years. Right. I'll listen to it every once in a while. But it got me thinking like I don't listen to enough of the stuff that they put out. Yeah, same. But then I listened to the zombie EP that they put out like a few years after this album came out. It was like 2010. Yeah, it was like 2010. And this one came out like what? Oh, it would have had to been like 05, 06. I think it was 06. Yeah. Yeah. So the zombie EP and that thing, I know we're talking about Dear Love, but that it made me get back into their old stuff. And that zombie EP is sick and then later on after that i listened to the space ep so they have these concept albums that right are, that are really cool that i wouldn't necessarily listen to if i didn't you know if i'm not always going back to to listen to dear love a beautiful discord yeah i mean his uh, honestly probably top 10 for me too and, and as far as songs go like a close second is dogs can grow beards all over I'm with you. That's probably my second favorite too. And, and it's funny that it's called Dog Can Grow Beards All Over and Swords, Dragons, and Diet Coke. Like it, just the ridiculous <laughs> yeah. names that they had for songs back then and it like have deep meanings. Dogs Can Grow Beards All Over. But that, it's the same thing, honestly, in Swords, Dragons, and Diet Coke because the lyrics are, he wears a slick jacket and gold watch. that he sings over that it has the breakdown in the back and then he sings who wears a slick jacket and gold watch and just all works together <laughs> i love and it. then the uh at the end of that song where it's like do 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 it just has that 80 synth <laughs> yeah oh my god i love it i love it they do like the like what is it like a cowbell not a cowbell but like a little hit on one of the symbols to go into like the breakdown and there's fucking slides in the breakdown that's oh, so good <laughs>
it has a a, a zillbell you uh, that's what it is <laughs> you remember how we got ben zillbell we don't have to go over. <laughs> i do i do remember 100 <laughs> that's the bell that i was thinking about yeah so it's a zillbell and he hits that in this track he hits it twice like ding yeah, and then they go in that breakdown that's just fucking so good. Yeah, and it's, honestly, that's what I'm talking about with, like, these nostalgic albums. You never have, like, an album where it's like, oh, there's, like, two or three good songs on that album. Like, for me, at Daggers Drawn, from start to finish, all the songs are good. And Dear Love of Beautiful Discord is a work of art. Like, all of the songs, you can listen to that whole album from start to finish, and you don't have to skip anything. I'm with so, you 100%. 2006, how long ago was that? I'm not good at math. I do it for a living, but not... That's like 16 years ago or 16 something? 16 years ago. Like, could you imagine, like, if you'd go back to 2006 and be like, yo, in 16 years, you're still going to be listening to this album? I'd be like, no, man, I'm going to listen to uh, new stuff. <laughs> no, this is fucking good. Like we both said, this is easily in our top 10, if not higher. So I'm sure you all loved it. We all loved it. And that's all we got today. We are going to go give you guys a couple of extra songs that we did like, but we didn't have enough time to really dive into. But these two bands and two songs that you really should listen to. The first one is Bottom Feeders with their song Fear and Self-Loathing. They're not a very big band, but um, I absolutely love this. It's super raw, super... It's it's like underground almost. Like, it's definitely not the best production or mastering, but the lyrics are super sad and obviously fear and self-loathing. You can tell they're self-deprecating and it's just a really good song, so check it out. And then also Alpha Wolf, they have a new song called Hotel Underground. That is a fucking banger. I know Marcus loved that song as well. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I haven't, I hadn't heard of them, but I'm gonna go back and listen to a bunch of stuff because I was stoked on them. So definitely give them a listen. Yeah, unfortunately, Alpha Wolf is actually going on tour um, soon with uh, Vatican and Body Snatcher, and they're not coming here. I want to see Vatican so bad. That album that dropped last week is easily like one of my favorite albums right now. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I listened to it too. It's good. Go listen to it. Yeah, so I mean, that's all I got this week. You got anything else going on? No, I got to get back to my baby. I'm with you. Let's call it. <laughs> all right, have a good day. Peace. Peace. Peace.